When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hello, and welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. My name is Tamar, and I'm your guide on this amazing journey that lies beyond recovery. Now, I wanted to let you know that this week we are moving to two episodes. So not only are you getting your Monday episode, you're also going to get an additional episode coming out this Thursday. So moving forward, there will be two episodes per week because I've just been chatting with so many amazing guests lately that I wanted to increase the inspiration so you get a double dose of the Road Beyond Recovery. Now, for so many years, guys, I let my addiction be that thing that held me back, right? The justification that told me that I can put things off and, you know, I had those limiting beliefs that my past would always affect my future and follow me around in this negative way. Well, guess what? It wasn't even close to being true. In fact, my past was the experience and the lessons that I would need to actually find the key to my success. And that's what I really want to help you guys discover through this podcast is we are capable of so much more than we think. And when we take the energy, right, that we used to get our hit, our fix, our addiction, whatever it was that you struggled with, and we actually harness that energy and put it into something more positive, it's amazing what can happen. And that's exactly what I realized that I needed to do, right? And as a result of some self-discovery, building that foundation and recovery, I was able to discover what I'm passionate about. And now I get to do that full time, which is a pretty amazing feeling. Now, if you're looking to build a more solid foundation, gain some clarity and direction, um, maybe you want to develop that growth mindset and also discover your purpose in life, I have something for you. I have just launched my three-phase Beyond Recovery workshop, and in there, the first uh, phase is absolutely free, so uh, head on over to my website. It's www.theroadforward.ca forward slash beyond recovery workshop it's also on the main page of the website you can just scroll down a little bit and you'll find the link there but the first phase is on how to develop a more solid foundation now this is not a program to help you get sober I just want to make that very clear if you are still struggling with your addiction there's definitely help out there Um, you can always reach out send me an email Um, we can jump on a call and chat and I can let you know how I got sober Um, my email is tamar at the roadforward.ca. This is more for people who are in that state of recovery, right? From whatever it was that you were addicted to. 
and to help you build, maybe you're feeling stuck right now. Maybe you're feeling complacent, right? This will help you kind of develop a more solid foundation. It's also going to help you with mindset and focus so you'll get more done in less time. I share my key tips and strategies on how I have managed to start my own business, start my podcast, write two best-selling books, and quit my day job all within one year. And then, of course, the end of it is really focusing on purpose and empowerment, right? How do we discover our purpose? And then, of course, uh, what are the steps that we take to empower ourselves? So head on over to the website and you can check that out. And like I said, the first phase is absolutely free. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about the stigma of addiction. Okay, now when I first got sober, I had a really hard time admitting that I was an alcoholic or an addict to those outside of my recovery program, right? Those people that I met that were fellow alcoholics or addicts, you know, I could tell them what I was going through, what I was feeling, and they could completely relate. And so, you know, when I finally said those words out loud that I had a problem, there was that relief over me that, okay, you know, there's other people just like me, but there was still that fear outside right the fear of what other people would think how they would judge me right would they look at me and go well she's never going to change she's never going to be able to be a productive member of society even though I was a very functioning alcoholic whether we like it or not there is still a stigma with addiction I used to get frustrated with this because you know I understand from my own experience now obviously that my addiction is actually a gift, right? It was life training me for this very moment where I actually get to use that experience and help other people now in a more positive way. But I think for me, I really had to understand that people are going to think what they think, right? There is many people who have not experienced maybe addiction themselves personally, and they've been the one that has suffered from addiction, But there are many people out there that are affected by their loved ones who suffer from addiction. And so a lot of these people have been harmed over the years. I mean, I was on both sides of the coin, right? I was one that was affected by people in my life that were addicted. And I also affected those in my life because of my own personal addiction. And so I had to realize that people, a lot of people might think the way they did because they have been severely affected by that, right? They've been harmed, they've been wronged. And so it's hard to trust after that, right? I think a lot of times it it does come down to trust. And so for those of us in recovery, you know, and I've talked to many people in recovery that were, you know, five plus years, and they're still frustrated because their family, you know, didn't quite forgive them, right? And We have to remember sometimes if you spent 20 years out there, you know, hurting people and hurting yourself, it might not just take five years for people to forgive you, right? And especially if you're someone like myself who continued to promise people you would change because sorry just doesn't cut it, right? It is us taking action us showing people that we are responsible members of society, that we were capable of more, that will start to impact those right around us. It's going to impact, of course, how we show up in their lives. And eventually that trust may come back. It all depends to the individ- uh, depends on the individual. But 
we have no control. And I think that's one of the first things that I really needed to understand is I could not control how other people felt about addiction, what their opinions were, and nor could I actually convince them by a conversation, right? I had to show people that I was serious about my recovery, that I was serious about changing the way that I lived. When I got sober, I was educated very early on that addiction is a disease, right? And I think that's something that a lot of people don't actually understand. Um, I don't react the same way that other people without this disease do. Um, When I have some alcohol, I need more, right? I chase that feeling, that feeling of being out of control actually feels like I'm in control, right? My world goes to color, right? It's no longer black and white. It's no longer boring. I no longer feel like an outsider. I actually feel like I fit in, right? Those those feelings are numbed. I feel so good and that's a feeling I chase. Whereas people who don't suffer from this disease, they can have, you know, a few sips of wine or they can have a beer and not even finish that beer. And, you know, maybe as soon as they feel that buzz coming on, that's actually a signal for them to stop. You know, I know friends of mine will go out for dinner and they might have a glass of wine or they'll have like maybe a glass and a half and they'll actually stop and leave half that glass of wine on the table and not even finish it, which I'm sitting there looking at going, are you crazy? Like, seriously, how can you do that? That's alcohol abuse, right? But to people who don't suffer from this disease, as soon as they start getting that buzz, then they start feeling out of control and that is their signal to stop. Well, those of us who are in, you know, who have suffered from addiction, we can't stop, right? It's as soon as that happens, it's like this allergy, right? That kicks in full effect that we just cannot stop. We have to continue and we chase that feeling. So that being said, it does take a lot of work to stay sober, right? This isn't something that comes naturally. I mean, I am very, very aware that if I let up on my program and I stop doing the work and I stop helping other people, that I could very quickly become complacent and I could do the wrong thing at the wrong time and make the wrong choice and off we go again. And, you know, many people who relapse unfortunately don't make it back and that's a sad reality of this disease right once that allergy is triggered again it's off to the races and frankly I don't want to experience that you know I'm very fortunate that relapse has not been a part of my story so far because I know for many of us it is but at the same time I continue to have to do that work right I know that I can't become complacent because I know that the disease is there And I don't want to be another statistic, right? So that takes work. That is also part of the reason why I do what I do today is because I have gotten very complacent, you know, in my recovery. And there was many years where I kind of felt like I was meant for more, but I had no idea what that more was. And so, you know, because I had always made the assumption that my past would always follow me around in a negative way, I missed out on a lot of opportunities. And, you know, I could have very easily decided one day that, you know, maybe this time will be different, right? Maybe this time if I have a beer, I can just stick with one beer, you know, and the next day, maybe I can just have one beer again. But the reality is, is I know I can't. And so I think it's really important 
to make sure that you understand that if you're somebody that's in really early recovery or you're somebody that's thinking about getting sober that you know it is it's very rare that people go back to that point where they can just have a drink um you know and if you can good on you you know maybe you were just a heavy drinker right or you were just going through a period in your life everybody is different but i know for me personally that i can't have a drink right and I, I don't want to continue this stigma where people just assume that those of us in recovery are just going to go back out and that's the way we are and we're never going to change because it's absolutely not true, right? And part of that for me was I I realized that my experience, right, and what I'd been through because I'd been through so many different things and so many different types of addiction that I could actually take that and use it to do something more productive in my life, Right. And as a result, I started doing some self-analysis and I figured out what is it I want to do? What is it that gets me out of bed every morning? What is my purpose? What is my calling? Right. And I realized that, you know, in early sobriety, when I started to work with people and, you know, I taught them the things that were so freely taught to me that when that light went on, when they realized that, hey, maybe I can live this sober life too, and maybe I can just take this thing one day at a time instead of freaking out and thinking, oh my God, this is forever, right? Because obviously that's very overwhelming. But seeing somebody, that light go on in their eyes when they realize that they too can stay sober and they too can become this productive member of society and do amazing things, that really fills my cup. Right. And so I thought, you know, what am I an expert at? Well, guess what? I, you know, um, I have a doctor's in addiction, I like to say, because I've got 20 plus years of experience, you know, with all types of addictions. Right. And so really discovering that purpose in life has taken my recovery to a different level. And I don't mean that as a, you know, I'm better or greater than, but it really has given me a reason to wake up early in the morning to do what I love, to follow my passion, to take chances on things, right? To get out of my comfort zone because I never did that before. I always felt like, well, who am I to do this, right? And so I think it's really important and that's why I wanted to start this podcast is to help inspire people who are complacent, really discover that purpose. Like, what are you meant to do? Because we are all meant to do more, right? What is your calling? And I want to help people figure that out. You know, recently, as a result of finding my calling, right, finding my purpose, I am able to actually leave my day job and pursue my passion in life, which is coaching people, right? And helping people become better at what they do, helping people discover their purpose in life and really start to create and develop the life that they were truly meant to live. And so, you know, if you're somebody that is suffering from complacency right now, maybe you're partway into your recovery and you're thinking, man, I know that I meant for more. You are. I'm here to tell you that change is possible. And you know, create that life that is so good for yourself that you never want to go back. You know, lately I have talked to a lot of entrepreneurs in recovery and they have just started to done do things with their lives that have propelled them into this, you know, point where they still do the work, right? They still work on their foundation. They still have to stay spiritually fit. They're, that work 
is always something I think that needs to be done. It can never be forgotten about. And we still need to help people who are new in recovery. But they have created this life outside of that, right? Um, Because we are meant to go back into society. We are meant to go back into the stream of life, right? And they've created these lives so good for themselves that they can't even imagine going back, right? So when when you discover that, but you also continue to do the work. You you build your foundation even more solid. You know, amazing things can happen. So I hope more than anything, you know, talking about the stigma of addiction that you take away from this that, you know, number one, we can't change what other people think or how they feel, right? And we always have to come from a place of understanding that, Maybe their harms and their pain is so deep that they're having a hard time letting go, right? And that is, you know, because I've been on both ends of the coin in this, that's also something I had to work on, right? Because my resentments ran deep, but I had to work on that, right? And just like anybody in my life that was affected by that, right? I couldn't just change their mind by convincing them and saying, sorry, I actually had to live it, right? I had to show people and I knew that it could take time. And I know that for many other people, you know, they get frustrated because they just want people to forgive. And so I think the number one thing when it does come to the stigma of addiction is we have to understand that not everybody is going to be okay with the fact that we are in recovery, we're doing better, you know, they may not believe that we are going to change, but we just have to prove that over time. And we're not out to prove that to other people. You know, that was something else that I really had to understand is that I am here each and every day, right, to do things that I meant to do, to work with my higher power, to take guidance from my higher power, but also I'm here to prove it to myself, right, that I can change, that I can take the necessary steps, right? I'm not here to prove that to anybody else, so we can't change the pe- way people think. We have to remember that they may have pain too. All we can do is live our lives to the best of our abilities and do our best each and every day. Well, I'm excited, guys, that you have an extra episode to listen to on Thursday. Make sure you stay tuned. And of course, as always, I appreciate your support on the show. So as I have just relaunched this show, I would appreciate it if you guys could leave a rating and review. That all always helps me out. And of course, share it if you know anybody maybe who's still suffering or anybody in recovery that wants a little bit of extra inspiration to really discover the life they were meant to live. All right, guys, I'll see you in a few days. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.